Outcast Island presents the 3 and D podcast. Welcome one and welcome all to another episode of the podcast. Today, we got a lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff in the sporting world, mostly basketball. Yeah, happened in the really past week. Football going on this yeah, week. we touched on the Super Bowl. What about that, that Pro Bowl? Year. Yeah, all right. Yeah, we'll get the Pro Bowl out of the way. The Pro Bowl sucked. All right, that was good, <laughs> good insight on the basketball. Yeah, <laughs> on the basketball for the week. <laughs> but uh, big news came out in the beginning of the week here. New Orleans having a bad past couple weeks yeah. as a fan base. Good. It's a great feeling. Good. <laughs> <laughs> not only did they get not, f- I want to say screwed because they had all the chances in the world, like we said, but. Now their star player, probably the the best player they've seen since Chris Paul, and like second best, maybe even best in their organization history. Once out, I don't think bam, bam, New Orleans bam. should ever get a good player again because they'll just want to trade four or five years the into their I career. Think, I think New New Orleans should move to Seattle. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. I think if if I, Anthony Davis ends up leaving, which I mean he's obviously wants to. Unless he has a change of heart, then I, I think I think you'll see a change to Seattle from New Orleans. I'm not gonna lie. Another change. So I'm not yeah. not back. Like you know, what I mean, how New Orleans is relatively. Yeah, I just don't. The fan base isn't big enough down there, basketball wise, and Seattle's dying for a team. Mm-hmm. And I don't see expansion coming like really anytime soon. Yeah, it would have to be relocation. Probably. I think we should get our seventh team in California. <laughs> <laughs> But can like we move all them to California. <laughs> yeah, can we just the whole NBA's in California, just in a hundred hundred mile radius of each other. I'll die. play at one stadium. Yep. Dude, yep, that'd be really cool. If not, <laughs> eighty-two games straight, no days off. Oh God, <laughs> there's no Who travel. No? Who says no? Yeah, facts. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we're gonna. I mean, with Anthony Davis wanting to leave. Did you, were you expecting this? Were you expecting to hear this? No, not at all. I wasn't either because I never thought he was that type of player, that type of guy. Yeah, same. Like I thought maybe he would leave in the off season, like something like what KD did or like what Boogie. No, Boogie got traded. Yeah. But like, like just left in the off season, like, and it was like big news. But like, I didn't expect him to like demand a trade or like. Especially after like, I think it was last year. He was like, "Yeah, I'm here to stay." That was the beginning of this year, actually. I saw it on I saw it on Reddit. Actually, really? they said like it was. Well, like, I know he's he's reiterated it a couple yeah. of times now that he wants yeah. to stay in New Orleans yeah, yeah. and be the guy in New Orleans. Yeah, which and then I don't know. It's all washed though, because you hear that all the time, and then people leave. It's like it's nothing. Yeah, but like I, I in my personal opinion, I think the change of heart has to do a lot with Clutch and Rich Paul, and the conflict of interest that Being. so. You think they're getting it? So extremely is is his agent. It's so like anyone can see this. Like no, yeah, Stevie, like Stevie Wonder could fucking see what's going on here. He's not blind. (laughs) Not getting that. But anyway, um, it's like you the the organization like clutches. We know it's ran by like it's not ran by LeBron, but it's like you know it's LeBron's best friend. Like LeBron has him in his ear. Yeah. Telling him which players they get. Which well, shouldn't be allowed in NBA. No, no, it's 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 total collusion. Like, it's yeah. total it's it's just not it's not good for the league. It makes the league look immoral. Like yeah, like if you have like strong links to like a uh, agency company, yeah. then you shouldn't like be able to like players now, I understand players are always gonna text each other and stuff like that too. And like like with Draymond calling K D right after 
But that was also after the season. Like, after the, like, yeah, 100%. Like, it wasn't, like, right after they played each other. Like, That's what I'm saying. And, like, like, yeah, going out to dinner is just so, it, it's just so much has happened in the span of a month to yeah. where it's, like, the, there's way too many things that are linked like, together yeah. to be a coincidence now. It's like we're detectives out here. <laughs> like, like he signs with Clutch. He goes out to dinner with LeBron. Reiterated in the beginning of the season before he really signed with Clutch and had all had yeah. dinner with LeBron that he wanted yeah. to stay in New Orleans. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, once out, Change his preferred heart. destination is LA. It's just it's a lot of a it lot of coincidences. Yeah, a lot of coincidences at just one time, and I don't. I don't see. I mean, I think Clutch is a conflict of interest. Do you? Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah now especially because like every time you see like a free agent and it's like, oh well, or every time you see like, a trade or whatever, you always see like, like I always see the reports where it's like, oh, this person has involvement with Clutch, so there's a good chance they go to so the Cavaliers or the Heat or mm-hmm. like the Lakers. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I think we've seen it over the last couple of years, but I think it's more dominant now, especially because he's getting like the bigger names. Like, yeah, it's exactly. Not, it's not as big of a deal, like say if it was like. Like Lance Stevens, I don't think obviously Lance isn't with Clutch, but like KCP, yeah, like like, like one of those, like you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. if it was like when it's role players, like it's not too big of a deal to me. But like when you're like when it's two generational players yeah. getting together because of, I, I just don't, I I don't like it. Yeah, I really it's don't. Like, it's like it just feels sketchy, especially because it's like he had no issue with it, like in the beginning of the year, and then all of a sudden he's just like, yeah, I don't want to be here anymore. I'm not resigning. I want to play yeah. for the Lakers. Yeah. Really weird. It's How do you like, feel about it, Steve? Give me one second. I'm going to sum up. I got you. Doing some research. I just don't get why so many people want to play for the Lakers. Like, I get there's a lot of opportunity. Like, like obviously, you're in L.A., but, like, just basketball-wise, like, I just don't see, like, why, like, every year, everybody's supposed to go to L.A. Well, that's supposed to, but they don't end up going. Yeah. So, it's kind of like, yeah. Like, like we've seen, um, like, Kyrie possibly, like, wants to go back to... Reunite with like LeBron, and then now we saw over the past two days since this has came came out, it's like oh Kyrie might go back to LA, oh Clay might go to LA too. It's like I feel like a lot of it is just speculation instead of actual reporting. Yeah, Yeah, but then Clay a couple weeks ago said he wants to come, he wants to stay in Golden State. No, he's staying. Like I think they were just saying they no the report was if he doesn't get the max, Max he's gonna get the max. Yeah, that's why I don't think Clay's not. They're gonna they're gonna max out him and KD. I personally trade trade Mon. I, I think they're gonna try everything in their power to, to get well, him to stay. Yeah, and I think they're gonna send maxes at both KD and Clay, and then, and then trade up. trade Draymond mm-hmm. because Draymond is just not the player he was remotely even three years ago. Yeah. And he just causes too much problems with the team. Yeah, I, you need that type of person though too. I yeah. kind of I kind of like the the presence that Draymond brings. But, but now it's when just, you're going after your own teammates. Yeah, but it's like the fa- like yeah, but I like someone that holds players like other players accountable. Yeah, but he's literally saying. Stop! Did you just turn the volume off. Stop! What the fuck was that? Can I go? Yeah, you you should be fine. All right. So yeah, like, yeah, like I like when players they like, hold other teammates accountable and like. No, I do too. You need that type of leadership, but like starting fights with with people and stuff like that. That's not that's not good. Like saying like, oh, you're not for this team. You're like yeah. you're gonna leave this offseason anyway. Like I just think that's not a, like. Yeah. No. That's that's not, that's not coming out someone for their basketball, yeah. For like what they do on the court, that's coming that's after like them, personal. like yeah, per, yeah, exactly. And like we saw, I don't know if you remember David West. Was it David West? Someone tweeted out like 
there's going to be a lot of stuff coming out about how hard this season was on the Warriors last year when they won the finals. Do you remember that? I think I chance? do remember that. Actually. And, like, nothing came out, and I, I wonder, like, what it was. Yeah, I agree. Just because there's a lot of – there's always that locker room stuff that happens that just doesn't get reported because they yeah, don't exactly. let out of the room. Dude, yeah. we need, like, a, like how they're coming out that uh, Michael Jordan, like, Bulls documentary uh, thing. Yeah, like we need, like, a Warriors one in, like, fact. 20 years from fact, now. That would be interesting. That would be so mm-hmm. cool to find out, like, all this stuff that we didn't know about. Yeah. Like, yeah. If, like, KD, like, secretly hated – Steph like, Curry this whole time or something like that, <laughs> which I highly doubt, obviously. Or if I, I, I think if anyone doesn't get along, I think it's Draymond and and K, and K, K, KD. Yeah, yeah, no, I think that's obvious. Yeah, like from the reports that we've seen. But before. like, I think like Kevin Durant loves Clay Thompson. I know that, and I don't see him ever have like a problem with Steph Curry. No, that's what Steph, I, I think yeah, Steph and Clay are just kind of like they're really likable. Yeah, 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 they are likable. I think they're Clay's so likable. I think Clay yeah. is super likable. Like, oh, dude, China Clay is the yeah. best. <laughs> so funny. China Clay is like, the best. His hair grow out and everything. That's why, like, I don't get like why people hate on like the Warriors. I guess so much before before KD went there because they were just such a likable like group of players and they yeah. were just. They were they weren't supposed to be that good and they ended up being yeah. that great. Yeah, yeah. And it, like really, I loved it. I loved seeing it. No, I I didn't. And like, like even when it, when Katie went, I was like kind of like, Ugh, that's not good for the league. It's watering down the league. But like I still liked watching them. I thought like I loved great right. basketball being played. Right, right, right. I didn't like what they did to the they, to the league because now yeah, I love what you see it. now with like. I'll get into that in a second, but then once they got the Marcus Cousins, I was kind of like, oh man, nah, I can't. I just mm-hmm. it's just like he, fuck them. They were really yeah. good with Cousins too. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's definitely not what he what he was, but like he's definitely slower. But he's still physical. He's better than any center they've ever had. Yeah. So it's just gonna, especially for getting a last year All Star for five million dollars. Yeah, exactly. Jesus. Exactly. But like the player empowerment movement too. Did you want to touch on anything, Steve? About no, I was just looking up Clutch Sports. I was doing some digging to see if LeBron was affiliated in any like legal or like any way besides just being friends, and it doesn't appear that he is no he, but they're like childhood best friends yeah they like have him houses very close to each yeah, other yeah and, it's uh, so what i think will end up happening will be after lebron retires he will be caught like come like part owner or co-owner of it or whatever you want to yeah. say he definitely has he's what started that like like he's the one that funded that yeah. company like yeah. basically i i always I mean, unless Rich Paul came up with all this money out of nowhere. Nah, I don't think so. Probably not. I mean, I thought to be an agent, you had to be like some kind of lawyer or something like that. So maybe he had a decent amount of money. It says there's no qualifications to be an agent. There's no. Really? No. Well, that's... Yeah, yeah, Kevin, I think I anyone could be... Because yeah. Kevin Durant's agent is, um, I think, Rich Klein or something like that. And he was yeah. a... He was... Yeah, did you hear him on like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. Know what you're talking about. And he was just a... He worked with at Rockefeller... Just doing like I think something with music, and then he was like, "I want to become an agent," and that's when Jay Z started the agency up too and put mm-hmm. him in charge. And yeah. he was just like manager of something with Richard Sherman's his own agent. Yeah. Explain why his contract sucks so bad. But the whole player empowerment movement too, like that's kind of LeBron kind of formed like formed the blueprint for it mm-hmm. then Kevin Durant took it to a whole nother step mm-hmm. and now these players are getting this pick and choose where they want to go and it's just like it's watering down the league like yeah, it does, to, yeah. to like a when you get the like top the highest three talents degree. all in one team you only have like eight good teams exactly. and the other what, how 22 teams are yeah. just like Ex- exactly I mean like 
if you have all your superstars wanting to go to one team and then the remaining wanting to go to another and then barely having players that have any type of like like um loyalty to their to their team mm-hmm. it's just it's not good for the for the league at all when you got teams like the Sixers that went through years of hell right. trying to get great Rebuild. players and i mean we got two great players but at the same time when you have guys that are just developing in the star players and then yeah. wanting to play with their their AAU buddies and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just not I don't I don't think it's I don't think it's right. I don't think it's yeah. lo- Then they wonder why like teams aren't loyal to the players as well. And it's because of this great tension that's been caused by player empowerment. Like right. Jimmy Butler should have never been able to force his way out of Minnesota like He's, he should like he like he did. Yeah. AD shouldn't be able to force his way out like 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 this like Kevin Kevin Garnett did it back in 2006 7 because he found out that Minnesota was secretly trade like trying to trade him right and then he said oh you're gonna like do me dirty when I was gonna stay with you like my whole career no matter what through the bad and the good then yeah. I I'm not playing for you mm-hmm. which uh, that I I can understand that if yeah you're, like the same thing with Kyrie too Kyrie was like oh you're not. You're trying to trade me on like the down low. I went out. Yeah. Like you don't. You obviously don't appreciate what I do. If you're not appreciative of to them for what they're doing, then I can understand that. But if there's, if teams are trying to put players around you and giving you every opportunity to, to flourish, then I don't. I don't agree with the whole Wanting concept of like, I'm not. I'm not signing back. So either trade me or, or not. I'm not. I don't. I don't give a fuck. Basically. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. I just. It's just like. It is weird because, like you said, it's like not loyal at all, and it's just, it's just like really annoying because I, I feel like it's just more happening now than it really ever has. Like you, I like people stayed on. Like I just, I can't even like explain myself, but I just feel like when you play against your friends, I feel like you should want to beat them. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, hundred percent. When you, yeah. whenever I used to go, like when we played baseball when I was on, you're like if you know someone on the other team and you want to beat them, like kind of gloat about it. Like you don't. Of course, it'd be fun to play together, but. Like, don't you think it would be so much fun to be like, yeah, my team's better than yours? Like, I don't, I don't get why nobody has that anymore. I 100% would much rather, like, like play you in basketball yeah. than play, like, with you just because I want to be able to throw yeah. that in your face. It's right. not competing. Like, yeah, right. exactly, exactly. Right. Like, I get it's fun to win 73 games in a year and, like, take off half the season. Yeah. But, like, at the same time, it's like... I like it's sports a competition and like it's not really a competition if you just like beating up on bad teams yeah. and teaming up. Yeah, exactly. But like what what you were getting to too, like you were kind of like referring to like players staying on their teams. Yeah, like, exactly. Like what you were saying. Yeah, like like we never saw this in like I don't want to like go like do that, but like in the eighties, nineties, even early even mid I mean, the early two thousands. Yeah. yeah, you saw people like um. Magic stayed with the Lakers his whole career. Mm-hmm. There's obviously little things here and there, like Kareem getting traded to from the Bucks to the Lakers. Right. But then you see like players like Jordan stays on on the Bulls his whole career until he comes back to play for the Wizards because he was a, a, like GM. And yeah, yeah, play. yeah. Same thing with like Pippen. Pippen played with the Bulls his whole career until he was out of. He was literally like 36 and still wanted to play, and yeah, the Bulls didn't fine. want him anymore. Yeah, like th- those are the only times that like. That's why I don't have. Did Isaiah Thomas always play for the Pistons? Yeah, yeah. yeah. always like, played for the yeah, Pistons. I don't have, like, that's why I like 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 I miss Stockton. The, always played with the 
Jazz. 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 The only time Malone even left was, was when he was, was forty-one. Old and they didn't want him. Yeah, just chasing ring. Yeah, yeah. I just, <laughs> I just kind of like miss like, like, like whatever. Like when the Kings were actually like deep in the playoffs, or like when the Pistons were mm-hmm. pe- competing for championships, because they're not teams that like you expect to be good anymore. Now it's just like, oh, if you're a big city name, you're gonna be in the championship. That's why it's kind of like cooler to see Denver competing because yeah, they're not yeah, a team exactly. that we've heard in a while but it's always like, like Boston, Milwaukee, LA, kind really. of build up from the ground up yeah, exactly even like a Milwaukee seeing them in like the like God's armpit of, yeah. the, fucking, of the nation yeah. yeah like but like that's what I'm saying like I would love to see like like the Kings be good again like the Suns be good like like when freaking Steve Nash Steve Nash was on the Suns Amari, Amari was on the Suns uh, Sean Marion Joe Sean, Johnson I can't think what's the freaking all guy who played for the Sixers, freaking Chuck. Oh, uh, Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley, yeah. Like, like when stars actually wanted to play for these teams, just because. Kim Olajuwon, like, Patrick Ewing. I yeah, mean, like, these are just all guys that went through hell. Mm-hmm. To, I mean, and um, sometimes it doesn't the pay Hawks off. With like Dominique Wilkins. Sometimes, yeah, like, like the Hawks. Like that's that's what I'm saying. Like sometimes, I just, like it does. Sometimes it just doesn't pay off. Like Patrick Ewing could have been like a two-time, three-time championship yeah. champion if he didn't play against Michael Jordan. Yeah. I mean, the same. Like, but do you think those two rings for Hakeem? Means so much more than the two ring, two rings that KD has. Yes, hundred percent. Like, same like with all the rings with like with Jordan. Same with all the rings. Yeah, the, that one Dirk Nowitzki ring is worth mm-hmm. yeah, all of LeBron's rings in Miami. In my yeah. opinion, yeah, like it's just hundred percent. I I just like I love loyalty. Yeah. Is what I'm yeah, saying. No, like, I agree with that. Like, it and makes I just, everything more fun. To it me. does. It does. Like, I shouldn't be like looking at NBA games like to bet on, and I see like the Warriors be 17-point favorites over a team. Like, I think a game should be competitive any night. And, like, like, like I get it. Sometimes teams blow each other out. Like, the Sixers mm-hmm. blow out the, like, the you're Rockets. Always gonna have, you're always going to have teams. the juggernaut no matter what. Yeah, but, yeah. like, like I, I didn't even mean just Warriors. But, like, no, 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 any night there's always somebody who's, like, 10-point favorites. And it's, like, like why we shouldn't have, like, nine teams that are competing for the number one pick and then have five teams competing for a championship. You mm. know what I mean? Like, I, wish, I would love yeah, reali- to see... Like, realistically, we really only have, like, five championship te- yeah. caliber mm-hmm. teams. In the yeah, NBA. that's what I'm saying. Like, I would much rather, like, see teams actually fighting for the final playoff spot, not, like, us going into the season and being like, you that's know what? Why, that's why the Nuggets-Timberwolves uh, game was so fun last year, the last game of the year yeah. to decide who yeah. went into the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. But then in the freaking... I'd rather watch that than the NBA Finals, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, and then, like, in the East, it's like, okay, so... The seven eight seed might be decided when there's three weeks left in the season this year. And it's yeah. like it's like it's just not really as enjoyable. Like of course it's going to be like fun once you get into the playoffs, but I don't know. I I like the competition more. If like I don't know, I it would be fun to see LeBron stay with the Lakers and then like Kyrie pl- stay with the Celtics and then like if they end up meeting up in the championship, like that would be just like such a yeah, cool story. It line, would you know exactly. I mean? But then now the fact that. Kyrie's about to like potentially leave him, go play with LeBron again, and yeah. AD might go play with LeBron. It's like, like this that if that happens, then the championship's gonna be Lakers versus Warriors. It's not even gonna matter who's in the East because yeah, like, and then it's all, all. So I love, I love personally, I love legacies. Yeah. Like I love being able to look and be like, oh wow, the legacy that that person left, and like. Like that's why I struggle with KD because I love him as a player, but his legacy is like is tainted mm-hmm. in a way. Right. And like all those play- AD has the potential to be one of the like top three power forwards ever, and mm-hmm. we're second best behind Tim Duncan. Yeah. 
And if he just goes to those three championships, like with mm. LeBron and Kyrie, I couldn't care less about those champ those championships. Right. I, really, I really don't. I think realistically, you have you, uh, you, you have three rings. I'll give you maybe one. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I really just don't care no, for you. your other, like for your other three, and I, I'm, go- I'm going to hold that against you. Mm. Like, like in the like, you'd rather see someone not win a ring at all and, and have a good like a like, like a, a great legacy to leave, right. or or someone like. A Dirk, where you just keep yeah. keep going and going and going and finally and get it. Everybody loves Dirk, too. And then you have that ring, and then you're like, Dirk's the second best power forward of all time. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 100%. And it's, I mean, does it suck that Charles Barkley doesn't have a ring? Absolutely. But, it, I mean, it's just... It, I, it's just how it's how it, it's how it is. I mean, Jim Kelly would love to have one ring. Right, Fuck, exactly. he went to four straight. I mean, I don't know. It's just... It's a hard subject. I know a lot of people differ, differ in like how they think, especially people our age, right? Or, and like the younger, like the ring. younger generation too, because they just want, they're just like, well, if he's winning, he's winning. It's just, yeah. yeah, it's not how I I feel it is. But another recent news in the NBA, Chris's boy's been coming back up a little bit. <laughs> not really my boy. It's more for the meme, you know. It's more for the meme. Yeah, I was. All right. You guys don't know who we're talking about, obviously, but that's the boy Ja. Big Ja. Big Ja, Jalil Kafour, probably. I don't know. I didn't want him coming out of the draft, to be honest. I wanted D'Angelo Russell on the Sixers. Me too. But then that whole situation sucked. He sucked. He was slow. He sucked at defense, whatever. But he still sucks. AD's out. The boy's averaging like 25 and 12 in the last like five games since AD hasn't been playing. That's insane. It's, like, really stupid that he's doing it just because his numbers are so good. Can, can I just say one thing, though? You can say whatever you All right, want. All right, so the four games before last night. Oh, was he playing in those ones? I didn't hear anything about them, to be honest. I don't really pay attention to Jalil before. Well, the the games he's been going off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The four games, but, like, not, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. not including last oh, night. I thought you meant the, f- the nah. games before he started going off. No. Nah. So his matchup, right? Marcus Gasol. Great defender. 22 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists. Does that against everybody? Nah, that's like six points above his average. Eight rebounds. He's not a, like a great rebounder, Marcus. Eight's not even that many. Though. Zaza Pachulia, <laughs> eight <laughs> points, ten rebounds. Beast. Yeah. He averages three points a game. Tell me your rebounds. Like, like, do you want me to look it up exactly? <laughs> I'm interested. I'm pretty sure it's like five. All right. That's terrible. But people do that against the Sixers too. Steven Adams, 20 and 13. Damn. He averages 17 and 9. Well, Marcus Aldridge, 30 and 12. He's getting lit up. My whole point is he's getting lit up. His offensive, re- his, his, their defensive rating, all right, Zaza Petulia's averages this year are 4 and 4. <laughs> Solid. 8 and 10? That's not even, he probably played more minutes that game. Yeah, probably not. Drummond was out. Plays. Drummond was out. So he did play more minutes. Per 36. He what are his per 36 numbers? Probably dead. What are his per 36 probably numbers, Mike? Julio Okafor probably played more than him. But it, my, my point is this. They're off, their defensive rating in those four games, when he was off the court, 77. That doesn't even make sense. When he was on the court, 115. I know, but how does that even make sense that the Pelicans, without AD, Miritich, Randall, and without Ja, have the best defense of all time? I don't know, man. I don't know what to tell you. There. <laughs> that doesn't add up to me. So Drew Holiday, just, Etwan just, Moore, just facts, man. I don't know what to tell you. Sure. 
Yeah, who who else is even? I don't know, but doesn't matter. He's an offensive juggernaut. He's never supposed to be a defensive player. Listen, I'll I'll tell you that he can roll out of bed and grab double. But I'll also tell you, (laughs) it watered down double double of all time. Oh, good. It's fine. He's trying. It's like if you were to get a double double against twelve year olds. I think I I I actually that was a horrible comparison. No, I like that analogy. I kind of like that analogy (laughs) because I would play great defense against twelve year olds. (laughs) (laughs) I think I could get it. I I could probably score like at least six points on Julio Okafor. I don't think you could. I think I could. No, Damn. not at all. I think I think I'm definitely too fast for him. Not just at all. That's just such a lie because like even freaking Brian Scalabrini did that one YouTube series when he went against he went up against people. Yeah, but that's, that's a small four. This is a seven three. Brian Scalabrini has a four. This is a seven three center that can barely he's, move. He's like six eleven. Do not say he's, uh, seven he's not seven three. three. He's like he's like seven, he's like seven seven one. I don't know. He he's skinnier now. I'm interested to see what his forty times. Yeah, is. he's skinny and still can't hit a seven foot jump shot. Dude, he would yeah, dude, you remember his step back jumper, no. bro? What, the one that he hit out of every 12? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. He'd rip you. Dude, I mean, he'd take me down down low and rip he'd me. He'd get no, ball no first problem. and you wouldn't get the ball. Yeah, but if he was a real man, he'd give me the ball first. Nah, you'd shoot for it and he'd <laughs> nah, hit your shot and you wouldn't. Nah, 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 nah. Ball is life, not... This ain't no... Nah, if he's a real man and a real baller, he'd give, he'd give the non-professional, the amateur, the ball first. He would destroy you. I, I'm not saying he won it, but I swear at least twice on him. You said six a second ago. Yeah. What, hit two threes because you couldn't drive by him? Nah, I, I, I'll i maybe get six points, but definitely four, though. What, are you going by twos now? Well, I mean, if you want to go by ones and twos, then I'll get two buckets on him. Probably, maybe three. <laughs> definitely two buckets on Jalil. I'm not super impressed by that. That's not <laughs> weird flex, but okay. You're right. <laughs> but no, 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 no regular person should be able to score on an NBA player. Everybody gets lucky. I wouldn't get lucky, though. I'd just drive by him. No, okay. <laughs> uh, all right, so. That was the Jalokapur segment of the podcast. We're going to do our little, <laughs> our little watch. GM thing we call here the front office. And we're doing it with the Pelicans since the Pelicans have been in the headlining news. news of sport of the association. So, um, I think Steve should go first. Okay. You want to go first? Okay. All do right. I do I have to make a decision? Because the Pelicans don't have to trade him. No, they don't have to. So, what would you do? I think that. Because mm. what do I get out of it? I mean, you get good players that would help in the <laughs> <That region. fix. laughs> yeah. a future not yeah. losing a top five player in the league do I get to pick do I get to pick that team I want to trade with yeah, yeah. alright well we don't want uh, the Lakers um, what, what were some of them I was reading uh-huh. can't be the Celtics uh, you could wait till the off season no, no, I, don't, I don't want that you want to trade now we're going to trade with the Nets the Nets yeah Hey, guess it's not gonna happen. <laughs> what are you gonna get? Let's look at this. Uh, let's Jefferson. look at this trade package. No, a bunch of bombs. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm not trading for him. I'm gonna be the old white guy in the room, and I'm not trading for him. I like. Uh, it sucks in everything. <laughs> We're doing the chip review. I don't taste anything. <laughs> so, so what's it taste like? I don't know. All right, fine, Chris. <laughs> shut up. I'll trade me the Sixers. All right. Damn. Cool. I'm great with that. You agree with that? Yeah. For God, who we who we get? Steve was really prepared for this one. I was. I thought he was doing research and everything. I was, not. I was reading about clutch sports the whole time. He did more research than I did. 
Yeah. It looked like he did at least. I was investigating. I'm going first. <laughs> okay. Uh, no. No, I don't get rid of Ben Simmons. No. All right, go first, then. I'm doing more research. All right, Jade. You do more research, then. Good thing you're not a GM. I just noticed the thing lights so, of bread when you talk. But go ahead. So, <laughs> thank you, Nate. No problem. <laughs> the, only, the only, like, trade I'm doing is with the Eastern Conference team. I would not trade them to the Western Conference just because out of spite. Yeah. You don't want to play and against I don't want him. And I wouldn't trade him to the Lakers, once again, out of spite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I'm either trading him to the Knicks or the Celtics. Yeah. So, if I'm trading him to the Knicks, the only thing I want from them is their first round, p- their first overall pick this year, and the, and next year. Which I mean, if you're the Knicks, you can go get free agents, and you have Anthony and Davis. Have plenty of money. Exactly. So, do you trade him at the deadline, and, or do you trade and, him later? And I want Chris Porzingis. Which I'm interested on that because I know they love him right now, but at the same time, he's coming off Tony ACL. Coming off two injuries. Like, Ex- yeah, exactly. I mean, like. Like I don't. It's I, definitely a risk for the Pelicans, and I guess I'm waiting until the off season to do yeah, it. Yeah, as I said, yeah. if you put AD on that set, Knicks team, he'll shoot them up to at least like the third, the third pick where the that's, Pelicans are. So, so later on, I'll get in. I'll get into that. But I, that's kind of like how I had. Um, I had this kind of set up to where, if I did trade him in the middle of the year, where what our lineup would look like. But I'll I'll get back to you on um, that. So you think it would only be a one-person trade and then picks? You don't think there would, the Knicks would have to add anybody else in there? Like, like Nilkina or um, Kevin Knox or uh, Tim Hardaway Jr.? So the thing is, is like... Contract-wise... Uh, oh, does Chris well, have a max Chris has a, has a big contract. Okay, yeah. I didn't know if they gave it yeah. to him. Yeah. So the thing is, is like you're getting... A, a, if you do it at the end of the year, you're getting Zion, who is worth, I think, more than Knox... No, yeah. And and only get combined, so I think, and getting another first round pick, I think that's better than getting Chris Stapps, and say like Kevin Knox and Frank and Olinka. Yeah, but what it. if, what if they get like the first this year, like Knox and Chris Stapps? Do you think that's too much? I don't know if the Knicks would do that. That's why I, I tried wondering. keeping this as realistic yeah. as possible. I just don't know what I was gonna throw Knox, Knox in there yeah, and maybe and maybe trade in Darius, much. put in Darius Miller as well. But I don't. I just don't. I don't see the Knicks doing that yeah. and giving up two first round picks. I really don't because Chris Stapps I think has the potential to be a top five big in the league. Yeah, yeah. I think opinion. I think the hype around Zion just makes that pick yeah, so me, much more valuable. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But if I'm doing that at if I'm doing that now, then I want. Knox as well. So if I'm doing the pick, if okay. I'm doing the trade now, then I want Before your first. I want your first. I want Chris Stapps and I want Knox. And you don't have to give me that second first, but I want Knox and Chris Stapps. I agree. So, but if I'm getting, if I'm doing it with the Celtics, I want that the Memphis pick. I want Tatum. I want Brown, and I'm taking Horford from off your hands because the, the contracts guys. have to match up. Mm-hmm. I'll. I'll also throw in Etwan Moore and Darius Miller if at the end of the year, because it has to be in the offseason, you yeah. do a sign and trade with Terry Rozier, and I take Rozier as well. Wow, that's huge. I mean, you're getting a, a really, like, one of the most efficient scorers, like, uh, wing scorers in Etwan Moore. I know, but at the same time, it's like a good 3 and D player with Darius Miller. They're not going to get, they're not going to be able to re sign Terry Rozier. No, no, I know that, but at the same time, you're getting 
Tatum, Brown, Horford, a pick, and a player. It's like when the juice. when the Knicks were only trading Chris Stapps and a pick. Yeah, but the the thing I is, I feel like Tatum's value is has to be somewhat like. But Jalen Brown's value has gone way down. Yeah, but he's still a good piece to have, you know. Though. Yeah, but like it's having but, him and Drew next to each other would be really so good. So I'm hundred percent, but I'm the GM here. I'm saying I'm saying Jalen oh, Brown. Say Jalen Brown has been had a terrible second year in the league. Third. I'm taking Horford's huge contract from you because that's the only way it works. Yeah. And you have no, you have nothing to do with Terry Rozier anyway. You can't sign him. And I'm, and I'm giving you one of the most efficient scores along the along the perimeter, like I said. And I'm also giving you a good three and D player. So it's not like they're getting, they're not getting fleeced in any way. Or the, they're getting, and they're getting a top five, top three player in the NBA. And this is what we have to remember too a little bit, like. Yeah. Rozier is a risk. One thing I'm really interested Brown's in. Brown's a risk. Do the Pelicans old? Do you go straight into a tank as a Pelicans? Or I do don't you keep I competing. Don't. I keep competing because my next thing is what I said. I'm keeping Drew and I'm trying to re-sign Randall no matter what. So Drew Randall, you'd have Tatum Brown, so my, Horford at the five. My lineup would look. I feel like, like this. that lineup's just so much better than what they are right now. My like, lineup would look like this. That's a deep team right there. Terry Rozier, Drew Holiday, Jason Tatum, Julius Randall, Al Horford, Jalen Brown off the bench, and. Miritich off the bench. Well, or he's, not he's on a, he's I'm not you're not gonna have the space to resign him. I don't think. If, if you don't have two max contracts, you'd have a decent amount of not money. Not necessarily though. because you gotta re you're doing the sign and trade with Terry Rozier, which isn't gonna be huge, but it might be like ten, twelve million. Oh. Drew Holiday on on, on his max. Yeah. Tatum, you're gonna have to resign soon. Randall, you he had a player was it two years with a one year with a player option or two years? Two year deal? I think it was a two-year deal. I think it next year. I think like after this season, he can decide. He I can think decide. I was just looking at here. I have it right here, actually. That's and then you have Horford on a big deal too. And then you got the Memphis pick as well, which is most likely going to be a lottery pick. Yeah, yeah. That and be a good pick. my Knicks lineup would look like this. If I'm trading him at the right now, at the one, because I think they fall down to probably like three, three, four, around there. So I'm hoping that I can either grab Jill, John Morant or R.J. Barrett at three, Drew Holiday at the two, um, Etwan Moore at the three because I'd keep him, Chris Stapps at the four, Randall resigned Miritich. And if I'm getting if I'm getting getting the first overall pick, then I'm getting Drew at the at the one, Moore Etwan Moore at the set, at the two, Zion at the three. Chris Stapps at the four, Randall at the five. And, I mean... Randall and Chris Stapps though. Yeah, they're interchangeable. Yeah. And, I mean, it's, there's not going to be a huge amount of shooting outside of Drew. I mean, Chris Stapps can always space the floor, Randall can space the floor a little bit. And then you got Zion, who's an athletic freak. Mm-hmm. So that would that's what I would do if I was the Pelicans GM. I think the more more realistic one is probably the, the Knicks. South, yeah, I think so. Oh, I, oh, out of your trades, okay. Yeah, 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 out of the trades, I think is definitely the Knicks. I think the Celtics would be giving up a little bit too much. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. But if I'm the G, if I'm the Pelicans GM, I'm not walking away with anything less than that. But if you're the Knicks, knowing, well, I don't know if it's actually knowing, um, like since he's come out and said like he's going to be a one year rental. Well, I don't know if he actually said it, but there's like the rumors that he's the he said he'll be a one year rental no matter what, like. And he said he wants to compete for a championship. Do you do you th- really think the chance of him staying are that high if they trade away like Chris Stapps, potentially knocks two picks? Like so, it'll pretty much be him. 
it's kind of like the Kawhi situation. So, like, so I, feel I like think he won't be playing with anybody on the Knicks. So I feel like he might leave after one year. So I don't know why the Knicks would trade Zion, who could potentially. So be there I think for the with Ky- with Kyrie's free agency up in up in the air right now again, you can maybe recruit him. A hundred, uh, because he loves New York. Yeah, and like that was like and the there's one rumors that he would. Who's going to go there Knicks. exactly? Yeah, I'm trying to get everything I can to get Kyrie, and then I'm just signing role players around them. And I mean, you're going to have Kevin Knox. You're going to really have to talk AD in this day. A hundred percent, but mm-hmm. like at the same time, they talked Paul George in the staying in true and st- staying in the and OKC. Yeah, and, and you're playing in the East, where it's going to be a lot easier to make the playoffs. True. Yeah, and AD's going to have to play for the Knicks next season. Like yeah, no matter what, it's not like listen, you have a whole year like the like the Thunder did to re- to show someone to stay, and it's New York City. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about we're not talking about Milwaukee here. We're not talking yeah. about Atlanta. We're talking yeah, about New Denver. York City. It's yeah. just the mecca. So. I would take that chance if I was the next too. Fuck yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. After all this. Especially all after, these they've been just so bad, so bad for so for long. So long. Uh, you just got to, like, at one point, mm-hmm. got to take a gamble. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that, actually, and everybody hated on the Sixers for tanking, but the Knicks are, like, in their third or fourth year of tanking now. And it's too. so much worse than... Yeah, it's so much worse, and, like, everybody's like, oh, well, Chris has was hurt. Well, guess what? Jo- Joel Embiid was hurt, too, and so was Nerlens Noel, and so was Ben Simmons, and so was Jalaluka for... It's like we were in the exact same situation. So but how Apples. come nobody's talk? Yeah, how come nobody's talking about the Knicks tanking? But it was such a big deal when we did it. Because we're Cause Philly and they're New York. Because uh, yeah, because at least with the the Sixers, they have like a strong like base of owner and GM. The Knicks don't have yeah. neither of that. I think also because our fans were so aware of like the tank, and we were like embrace the tank. Um, we trust the process. Yeah. Trust the process. We, we were chanting trust the process. So public. Yeah. yeah, we made it a little bit too public. But if you're the Knicks, you're like, oh, we suck again. What are we going to do? I would love for well, them like to the slip to the second pick and not get Zion. Nothing would make me happier, honestly. I'm going to say then something. you still end up with a good player. I'm going to say something a little sacrilegious. I think John Morant might have a higher ceiling. I don't know. I need to watch stuff on him because I haven't honestly seen anything other than him just slamming the ball down. I felt a lot about that. Last year when people were like, Aiton's number one, like he's a freaking nature. And I was like, yeah, I like Donchich a lot. And I'm having that same feeling with Morant. Interesting. I, I think Zion's a freak. I just think Morant's more. Yeah, I'll have to watch some stuff on him because that's obviously a good point. I, You know how everyone was calling Lonzo like Russell Westbrook 2.0? Kind of, like, you remember yeah. that? I think this guy is more Russell Westbrook Does 2.0. He shoot, doesn't he shoot a little bit better? He shoots really well. Yeah, so he's he's better than Russell Westbrook. Then. <laughs> yeah. But, like, he still has a lot to work on. Yeah, obviously. So does everybody. Yeah. But I, I really I, I really like that guy. I think and I really think Zion's going to be really good as well because just his body is just so physical. He's going to come in and he's going to do good no matter what. Like, if he... But uh, this kid, I think, has so much potential to... I'd be really interested in what happens if Zion goes to Atlanta because having Trey Young, who's looking better recently, yeah. like John Collins, who's looking very, very good, and yeah. then having Prince. him... Derek Rose, Tarian Prince. Uh, Tarian Prince. Prince is yeah, good. Like, Kevin like Herter is good. That could be like pretty good for like, oh, yeah. like a little while potentially. But yeah, until Clutch signs Zion and Zion wants to go to LA. <laughs> Fight four years from now. Yeah, yeah. with with LeBron James Jr. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. How do you feel? What are we gonna move on to anybody else? Or you, are we all just kind of agreeing on the one GM thing or? No, did we all want to give like what we were gonna do? Or I have definitely a little bit different ideas, but I didn't know if you had other ideas. I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah. so I was gonna. Uh, I thought we were just gonna. Go no, I, yeah, I just wasn't sure. No, yeah, I'll, I'll, t- I'll give you mine. Good. Oh, right now. Yep. 
Oh, okay. I was just going to say, I mean, it was this, kind of the same thing with the Celtics. I'm only going to change to the Celtics, to be honest. That's kind of how I felt a little bit, too. Yeah, and if I'm going to change to the Celtics, it's going to involve either the, I forget what picks it was. It was, I think it was like the Kings or the Grizzlies, or even both, to be honest. I was thinking maybe the Kings and Grizzlies first round picks. And then and then Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and maybe like a Robert Williams. Or if the contracts don't work out that way, maybe somehow it's Yeah, like I think Horford has to be in it to match. Horford has to be in there. Or sometime or somehow like do like or a three Hayward. team trade. Well yeah. Oh yeah, for the Celtics. Yeah. yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah. Because they're gonna they're gonna try and sign Kyrie to the to the max. Supermax. Super, he can't but get the Supermax. He, nah. he hasn't played for the same team. Okay. Um, they're gonna try and sign him to the max, and they're gonna have Hayward on that contract. Then Horford, they won't have room for. Yeah, that's what AD. I thought. So maybe yes. do like some type of like three team trade somehow, somehow involving. I don't know how it would work. I'm not that good with yeah. three team trades. Yeah, they're they're just, they're complicated. It's hard to send they are. so many people everywhere. Yeah, you gotta get like especially with them. You'd have to send like a team with cap out Horford, and then that team with Calf will also have like will want to be competing too because you're not just going to take out Horford on a rebuild team for no reason. Right. But yeah, no, I like definitely I wouldn't trade him at the trade deadline. Definitely wait till the offseason where I would you could have more options. Well. Yeah. You have more options, you know, like and after the draft lottery too, so that way you kind of know when like the picks are kind of set yeah. in place. Like I would definitely do it then. But I'd definitely trade him, and like you said, like it makes makes sense not to trade him to the West, but if like you have to. No, like, yeah, no, I wouldn't I'm, cripple yourself to only trading to the East, but I'm definitely not trading with the Lakers just because number one, I don't think their pieces are as good as the other teams that what they can possibly give up. Right. Because I don't think Lonzo's that great. I don't think Ingram's that good. I think Kuzma's good, but I don't think I think he's at what he is. And he is now is what he's always going to be. I like right. Well, uh, yeah. And I don't think any of those are the, the trade pieces are like the Celtics or like even like you said possibly like the Knicks are a little mm-hmm. bit better than they were if it was the yeah like especially the with that pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll go next then. Um, I think I don't know. It's weird because in my head I'm thinking about it and um I think I just think AD on Toronto would be beautiful, like mm-hmm. him playing next to Kawhi, but. I'm just worried about like like I feel like if we were doing like the Toronto Raptors GM that would be my answer like trade for AD mm-hmm. but I think like you guys are saying the Celtics just obviously have the best assets and they have the picks like I think as a like being the Raptors I think they could offer like like Lowry um Siakam like like I'm not like listing off what I think exactly but I'm listing the players that could potentially be in it like mm-hmm. Dylan Wright could be in it and Valanciunas could be in it but they don't really have the picks to mm-hmm. trade for AD. Yeah, you know especially because I mean? if you trade with the Raptors as the Pelicans, I think, like, so with the Celtics, I think you're not rebuilding. I think you're kind of rekindling your team. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with the Knicks, if you, like, because you're getting Chris Tapps back. And, like, it's a step down, but it's not, like, a major step down. You're kind of getting deeper. But, like, with the Raptors, I feel you're probably going to get, like, Siakam, uh, Ananobi, and... Like you said, Valanciunas, and probably something else. So that would be a rebuild, like. Rebuild. I don't know. I still think they would be like, uh, but they're That's in the not West, really so that competitive. Like yeah. Siakam is good, but he still has a lot to work He's on. Like, yeah, yeah. And he, I think he really flourishes. Baca too. I, would, I think he really flourishes right now because he's on a really good team. No, I agree. And Ananobi is like really, really raw too. He's, and I think him playing next to Kawhi for like the foreseeable future is really going to help him. I just think the draft picks are what's going to get it done. Like, 
like the Memphis and the Kings pick are mm-hmm. really going to put it over the top. And same with uh, the Knicks pick if they potentially have the number one pick. But like I just like I don't know how I would trade with the Lakers because they don't really have picks to offer. They don't have picks, and I like I said, I don't like their assets. That yeah, they no, have. I don't either because it's like. All right, you trade for Lonzo, so it's Lonzo, Drew Holiday, and Kuzma. The team doesn't sound nearly as good and if as. I'm Tatum. the Pelicans too. I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting Lonzo. I'm getting Ingram. I'm getting Kuzma, and I'm getting Zubats. Yeah. And if not, then go fuck yourself. Yeah. No, hundred percent. Especially with how this has been handled. Yeah, hundred percent. But you're giving you're giving me them, or you don't get them. Are you gonna? And if I'm I'm the Pelicans GM, what are you gonna do? Have another Paul jo- Paul George situation happen yeah. again? We're all. Just and, and then I'm staring at you. What are you gonna say? Yeah, and then you, and then you you're like, all right, AD, you want to go to the Lakers? Guess what? I'll send you to a random team that has then, a lot of pieces. And then when the the Lakers don't do that, if they don't do that, I'm going to Anthony Davis and being like, oh yeah, you know how much the Lakers want you and everything. Well, I just offered them a trade for you, and they they didn't want to do it, so they must not like you, must not want you that that bad then. Getting in his head like that, and then LeBron texts him, yo man, we have to do one, two thousand. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. LeBron leaves the Lakers. No, but I think that I think <laughs> I think that's the curveball and all this. LeBron leaves yeah, the Lakers, yeah, yeah, forces yeah. his way out. Yeah, yeah. Back to Cleveland, Kyrie goes. <laughs> AD gets traded to Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't he's, know. He's really. Dude, could you imagine? He's really <laughs> forcing the, for them not to trade the Lakers, so they trade to another team. So LeBron <laughs> could force his way to that. I team. swear to God, I would laugh so hard if I saw. I'm coming back. And then they play, They replayed the I'm coming oh, home one yeah, more yeah, time. Yeah. I would laugh so and then he goes hard. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, he goes dude, to back be... to Cleveland. <laughs> oh, my God. That'd I would laugh hilarious. so hard. I don't know. I just think... I think as the, uh, the Pelicans GM, like I think you just have to look for players who have the most young talent who can help you win now, not like... Yeah. I don't look at the Lakers, really. Like, nah, I mean... I just feel like... Like we said, like look at Lonzo, like next to Drew. Like I just don't think that team's yeah. getting you anywhere. I don't see this as a total rebuild. Like they have to, to because like you see what happened with like, the Marcus Cousins gets traded. The Kings got some pretty good assets. And they're better. Now. And they're better. Yeah, like it took them a year, like one year basically. And the same thing with like the um, Clippers. They trade Blake Griffin, get a bunch of young assets and good players, and. Now look, they're yeah. competing for in the in the West for a playoff spot. I mean, you know, same thing with the Spurs. I mean, you trade Kawhi, you're still in the playoffs. I mean, you get DeMar DeRozan back, but you don't always have to. When you're trading a, a top tier, like an upper echelon type of player, I don't think it's an immediate rebuild. Yeah. I think if you get the right players back, you can be. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's the point I was trying to get yeah. at too. Like, no, I don't. 100%. I wouldn't. I feel like you can't trade a big man and go into. Like, you can't trade a top. Ten top five player and go into a rebuild. No. That just this isn't the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah, it doesn't mm-hmm. add up like that. And you're not losing him in free agency. Yeah. You're, yeah. What? Uh, Steve, did you did you get down what you were gonna do or no? I was looking at the Celtics, but you guys pretty much went over that, and you kind of hit on the Lakers is a if I'm if I'm Mr. Pelican the Lakers the Lakers are a bad it's actually Mrs. Pelican oh gosh God, I'm sorry. what does that mean nah, that's the owner I'm playing <laughs> the owner's a girl is it yeah, yeah. Mrs. well if I'm Mrs. Pelican <laughs> if I'm Mrs. the Lakers Pelican. don't like you said they don't really look good they don't have the pieces but I don't know just just give me this Steve are you are you gonna trade him after, in the off season or at the deadline Oh no! It's definitely gonna be the off season. Yeah, 
You know what? I think we're all in. I'm I'm Miss Pelican, <laughs> and I'm trading the Sixers, and I want Fultz, Muscala, Justin Patton, and three bags of chips. <laughs> you know, as a fellow Sixers fan, I'll give you that. <laughs> give me that. Yeah. Unfortunately, though, I'm really gonna miss those three bags of chips. <laughs> <laughs> Especially through Lee's barbecue. <laughs> oh man. Is um. Oh, we wanted to finish on reacting to other people's trades, right? Oh, dude. Yeah. I got we'll some finish on that real here. quick. All right, so this one. This one is like a whole Pelican two, rebuild. All right, ready? Ready to, to uh, I guess. Explain. Not, not explain, but like, what would you call it? Mm. I don't even know what you're trying to say right now. Yeah. Now, we're not like sitting here trying to be like dicks because some people might find our trades outlandish. Especially like Celtics fans with my trade, because they might not be thinking, "Oh, I'm not giving up Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum." Yeah. But we're trying to get into the mind of a, of like a GM and like trying to like get the best out of a top three yeah. to five player in the NBA. But we also wanted to see what other people had to say, and we're gonna react on what the, uh, what we think about their trades. All right, I got you, boys. You ready? So this ready. one, this one's like a whole Pelicans rebuild. So they're trading like. Not this ain't like all one big trade. This is like a couple trades. So like, all right, first, so Pelicans will be trading Anthony Davis, Darius Miller, Tim Frazier, and Ian Clark to the Lakers for Alonzo Ball, Kyle Kuzma, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, Zubac, KCP, 2019 and 2021 first round pick. Where's all the? <laughs> That's a lot of fucking. Uh, like freaking that, Chris Paul trade all over again. That's part of the <laughs> signing free agent. That, that's trade part of the rebuild. All right, there's another trade. So that the Pelicans would trade Drew Holiday to the Magic for Mo Bamba, Jonathan Simmons, Terrence Ross, and a second round pick. Why it's would the Magic trade. ever do that? Why would the Ma- number one a team in rebuild rebuilding? Why would they just get? Why would they be like? You know what? I'm thinking Drew Holiday is what we need. <laughs> Like, that Pelicans team would be trash. Yeah, hundred percent. And like, I don't understand what the, why people want to trade. Why they think you have to trade Drew Holiday? So, like, with trading AD because you can. Drew Holiday was a like this year's playing fantastically. Yeah. All NBA defense. It's a fringe All NBA player. Yeah, he's like he's a good. He's a he's a boss. Yeah, like if you get like good players around, young players around him, I think this team can like. Can, like compete like the Clippers are. Yeah, like he was carrying the Sixers to the playoffs. Like he can carry like a bunch of role players to the playoffs if he needs to. Like yeah, exactly. He's a solid player. I mean, like he's not like gonna bring you to a championship, no. but like with no. with the pieces around him, I mean, he can help you go pretty deep into the playoffs. I think. Yeah, and he's really yeah. cool here. Um, continuing on with the rebuild, <laughs> the Pelicans would trade Nikola Meritich to the Nets for Jared Dudley. I don't even know how to say these two guys' names, but it's Kukukic or whatever. Yeah, and Musa. Then that it's like yeah. Zanan, Zanin, Musa. Yeah, they're both uh, perimeter players. Yeah, for Meritich. That's not. That's not terrible. I think that's very terrible because he's a free agent after this season. Yeah, but with and then the, with the Nets and like that kind of like they had they have. Like Joe uh, Joe Harris, which is like that Caruchos guy is, it, guy is, or however you pronounce his name. Mm-hmm. And then like 
they could use a, a big that could stretch the floor, especially going into the like. Yeah, the Nets could use it, of course. It's not going to be a Nets, playoff team. It's stupid for the Pelicans. The Pelicans are going to have 25 people in their roster. They're going to have a football <laughs> team. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I'm just saying that one and trade. One, more trade. one trade is like that. That's the most, like, the one that know, I can kind of say. One for three for Miritich? Like, I feel like they might offer a second round pick for him that might get done. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't think it's very, his value. He's getting hurt a lot. This but there's, there's, there's people aren't, like, any anything Crazy. special. Yeah. But three for one, that just feel like that's just Jared Dudley's like 90. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's he's a trash player. They probably caught him anyway. One all right player. I would take that over a second round pick. I just don't want any of those three players. I don't know. All right, and then there's one more trade where the Pelicans would trade Julius Randle of the Sixers for Shamit, Jonah Bolden, and Mike Muscala. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so at wow. the end of the, all of that, the Pelicans lineup. <laughs> unless you want to keep continue talking about that. Wait, wait. I'm just in utter awe because we would trade Landry Shamit, who's one of our better perimeter shoot, like shooters. <laughs> and so Jonah Bolden. In the first trade, they trade yeah. eleven for eleven. The second one, they trade one for three. The second one, they trade the other one, they trade one for three. So they do have nineteen players in their team right now. That does not make any sense. All right. So then the Pelicans lineup would be at point guard Lonzo with Shamit behind him. Josh Hart would be starting shooting guard with Simmons and Musa behind him. Small forward would be Brandon Ingram, and then that Karu, how the hell you say his name, guy Kuzma and Jonah Bolden, and then Mo Bamba and Zubac. That that seems just like a the biggest pipe dream of all. On time. some like two K shit. I feel like yeah. we're missing some names though. Like I feel like there's way more names that we did. They cut a bunch of people too, like, <laughs> like Jared Dudley probably and uh. stuff like that. Um, I'm trying to find. I didn't hear Etwan Moore get traded either, so nah. he would be on the team. Nah, yeah. What about Jill Okafor? Okafor would be on the team. <laughs> There's a bunch of Chris, Salmon Chris Hill. Was he in the trade? Chris's favorite player, Jill Okafor, would be on the team. Shaq Diallo. What about Frank Jackson? Kenrick Williams? Wesley Johnson? Alfred Payton? <laughs> <laughs> the Pelicans are going to have 22 people on their roster, but I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> um, let me try to find another one. There's a couple other funny ones that we reacted to. Uh, let's see. Okay. Uh, all right. This is more of like a, I guess, Drew Holiday trade. So the 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 Detroit Pistons would get Drew Holiday, and they'd finally get their true point guard and get rid of Reggie Jackson, and right Reggie Jackson, Glenn Robinson, and 2020 first round pick. I just don't get like, people. what do the Pelicans gain out of that? Nothing. A, a pick. A pick for a guy a, that's a second round for pick. Fringe. First round. It was a first round pick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For a fringe. All NBA player who's has four years on his contract. That's just yeah, not doing that. That's just here's here's the here's one. That's like us trade Can we trade TJ McConnell and freaking <laughs> and Zaire Smith for Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard? Yeah. This one is where the Raptors get Anthony Davis and Drew Holiday, and then they trade Chris Bouchard, uh, OJ Nunby, Delone Wright, Kyle Lowry, Serge Ibaka, and a 2020 first round pick. Okay, so that team has five people on it, while the other <laughs> team has 22 on it. <laughs> so the Pelicans would have the whole Raptors almost starting lineup, <laughs> and then the Raptors would get Anthony Davis and Drew Holiday, which I don't ever see the Pelicans trading both of them at the same time. Yeah, they they wouldn't. Drew, AD, and Kawhi would be disgusting, but then who's <laughs> you have Fred Van Vliet starting at the two because you don't have a shooting guard anymore? <laughs> who's starting at point guard? Or Drew Holiday, right? Yeah. yeah. That's just so much. <laughs> Like, it's just like not realistic. I, I don't know how people think like trading six for two is ever gonna happen in the league. Like mm-hmm. it happened with Chris Paul, but that was because his contract was at thirty five million. You have to trade a lot of people it. to get that. 
Yeah. Didn't it happen with Carmelo, kind of, or no? Yeah, they got um, Wilson Chandler, Danilo Gallinari, Devin Harris. No? I thought there was a point guard. Um, I'll look up the exact trade right now. It wasn't actually that, like, as big as that. No, it wasn't, wasn't like, five for one. Yeah, because J.R. Smith came over on it, too. Yeah. But it was, like, a lot of players involved. No, there there was a good amount. Um, So... The Knicks received obviously Carmelo Anthony, and the um, Nuggets received Wilson Chandler, Raymond Felton. You were right; it was there was a point guard, Danilo Gallinari, and Timothy Mozgov, 2014 first round pick. So four for two. Yeah, but that's not freaking no. OG and MV, Pascal Siakam, Valanciunas, Serge Serge Ibaka, <laughs> Kyle Lowry, Dylan Wright, and two firsts. Moreland's Raptors. No, it's Raptors. Pelicans are bird. Uh, all right, well, I think that's a great episode we had here. Nice little bow on it. Hopefully a trade happens relatively soon so we can talk about it next week. Yeah. But I doubt it will. Uh, trade deadline's the 4th, so... The day after the Super Bowl, yeah. So next podcast, we should mm. have a lot of stuff to talk about. So yeah. uh, excited to talk. Ooh. And we'll do another... Team breakdown then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll decide to talk who. about the Super Bowl. It says the seventh. Oh, it's seventh. Yeah. Oh, was it the seventh? That'd be literally the day we rec- Oh no, no, it'd be after. Yeah. We can do it. We can do. Oh, you know what we can do? Trade trade deadline special. I trade deadline. Trade deadline. But usually special. most of the trades happen around like four. Four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is it? Is it a Friday? Saturday. Friday. Um, Saturday. I think it's Friday. Friday. It is Thursday. Oh, oh! So it is a day. Perfect. Yeah, I'm totally down for that. Actually, I thought right, that's cool. what it was. For. All right. Well, All right. it's live good podcast episode. special. Maybe, it. maybe we'll um for our next next team. Next team, we'll like the the team we do like next the, week or whatever. The true contender. Yeah, like if they're a contender or not, like the team breakdown, basically. Mm. Um, maybe we'll put a poll up on Twitter, Twitter and like have see who have decided way. I like it. All right. All right. Cool. Alright, well check us out on Twitter. Check us out on YouTube soon. We coming at you. Facts. And the website's six yeah. days away from going up. Until next time. Later. See ya. Thanks for tuning in and catch you guys in the next one.